This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey everybody, welcome into our last show of the year. This is show number 195. And we're going to give it the name Avuncular because that's going to be our word of the week. I am your host, the Bowtie Guy. And uh, as we roll out of 2021 and into 2022, I am rolling solo tonight uh, because I just decided I would take a, a little bit of time to do a, an on my own show talking about the year that was and all that kind of stuff. I want to give you a couple of uh, reminders. We, uh, we are 100% listener supported. And I was just working with my treasurer for Messed Up Ministries, and we were doing uh, preparing our year-end giving statements, but there's still time, as you listen to this, to add to your uh, tax deductions for the year of 2021, and there's a couple ways you can do it. One way is to go to MessItUpPodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron button, and you can join our Patreon membership. Uh, and what that is, is you give money to us each month. We got some uh, some perks and benefits for you for doing that. One of them is you become part of our Discord chat server community, so you can talk to other members that are Patreon uh, subscribers. You get um, you know prizes based on the prizes, uh, gifts based on when you joined, or you know when you joined, but the the level where you joined. We give different gifts, and so that's a great thing. Uh, the one thing about that that we discovered as we were preparing for our year and thing is that um, the this platform Patreon does take a percentage of what you give. And so the entire thing is not deductible. So about 8%, somewhere in the neighborhood of 8% goes to Patreon for that. Uh, but it is a, a, an easy way to subscribe. And you can do that for as little as a dollar a month. If you want to have your whole uh, deduction or your whole d donation be tax deductible, you can give directly to us through our text to give platform. And the way to do that is to uh, send a text, the word mum, M-U-M, mum's the word, uh, send mum to 760-WALLS-C-A, W-A-L-L-S-C-A, like the walls of uh, prisons in California, easy way to remember that, and uh, it will walk you through our giving, and that is 100% tax deductible because we get all of the money off of those donations come straight to the ministry with no fees being charged. Um. So we thank everybody who has joined in and decided to participate in giving to support us. It has been a very generous year for us here at the ministry. We are just about ready. We've turned in all but one form for our paperwork to get back into the prisons. We're still waiting to find a place to give us a TB test and get that in. But we should be back in January into the prisons. And uh, where your money goes, you ask. It, it goes to help support uh, missionaries going into the prisons to... Uh, help defray travel expenses like gas and whatnot. We also buy supplies for the inmates that are participating in our programs, paper, uh, writing utensils and, and books and all those kinds of things uh, that we provide for our students in the prisons. And that comes from your generous donations as well. So we thank you for doing that. This is also my job. Um, this is what I do is I write books and I do podcasts. Uh, I am not, not making a lot of money doing it. So every little bit helps to uh, help us as we drive back and forth to the prison. Thank you to all of our generous uh, 
patrons and those people who have given on the text to give as well. Thank you so very much. Like I said, um, when I looked at the bank account today, I was like, wow, that's, that's not bad. Um, but uh, we really appreciate what you do to help keep the ministry going. I said at the beginning of the show that this is uh, the show called Avuncular. And so what is Avuncular, you ask? Well, we're doing this fun thing where we're making it into a contest, the word of the week, and we're giving you uh, a variety of definitions and you can text in your answer. Uh, the text number is 760-608-1942. That comes to me. Yeah, tell me your name and your answer. And if you are the first person with the right answer this week, you will get a uh, gift card to Starbucks. So what does avuncular mean? Well, it might be something that's related to an uncle or the relationship between men and their, their siblings' children. It could be. That's answer A. Answer B is cheerful. Um, so if, uh, if, uh, you're a cheerful person, you're avuncular, that's answer B. Answer three is that it is relating to birds. Something, uh, that is avuncular is relating to the avian, um, species of creatures. And answer D is your mama. So, uh, go ahead and text in that answer to 760-608-1942 and someone might win some Starbucks this week. Thanks for playing. Thanks for participating. We really appreciate it. So uh, what I wanted to do this week is I wanted to take a look back at the year. And I know that it can be very easy for us to get to this end of the year thing. And this, I mean, I'm not the only person doing a year end roundup by any means. Uh, but a look back is something that we do because of the calendar. It's, it's starting a new year. But honestly, the world doesn't know the difference between January 31st and December, uh, January 1st and December 31st. It's, it's just another cycle of, um, of sunlight that goes by. And, and just because our calendars change or maybe even get a brand new calendar, that doesn't mean that life is going to be different. Uh, every year at this time, I get a Christmas card from my cousin Dana. And one of the things that she puts in the Christmas card is a little calendar with some uh, sticky on it. And we put it on our, our refrigerator. So we have a calendar. So it's, you know, it's a brand new calendar, brand new year. And listen, I remember when 2020 was ending, we're like, well, can't, you know, wait to get rid of that year and, and start off a brand new year in 2021 and, and start fresh. And it didn't take very long for things to come off the wheels. I mean, look back at January 6th and, and the stuff that went on in our nation's capital with that, it's that was six days into this fresh start. So, so there's nothing magical about a calendar date changing. But we, I, I sorry, using that royal we, but I tend to get into this thing of thinking, all right, good, it's a good year. We'll start with with some New Year's resolutions. We will uh, look at doing things differently and trying to make our our life maybe a little better. And it just it doesn't necessarily uh, mean that that's going to work out right for us. Just because we want it to be the uh, that way it doesn't mean that it's going to be uh, happening for us. So I'm wondering what you're thinking as you look at this new year. And I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm, I'm trying to type and talk at the same time um, because it's uh, it, it's it's tricky to, uh, uh, to figure out, um, you know, what to do when I'm doing this. Um, yesterday, um, 
it was uh, it was Sunday here in, in America, and uh, I'm recording this it's Monday night. And Bill Belichick gave a a naturally uh, terse comment when somebody asked him about um, the uh, New Year's resolutions, and um, he was not thrilled by it, you know. Um, and uh, you can look it up on uh, online. Uh, just you know, type in Bill Belichick and and all that. Um, but it blew up in her face when she asked. Let's let's just say it that way. And it's it's a cruel thing to do if you're you know a coach of a football team and you're being asked a question by someone, and all they're trying to do is do their job and you you know blow up at them. But really, what what difference does it make that all of a sudden now it's January first? How is that going to change our lives? And why, why do we stick this plant, you know, this, this, this flag in the sand and say, all right, we're going to start fresh. Why not start now? I heard someone make a comment on Christmas um, about uh, changing things. You know, well, we're going to start a new diet in the new year. Why wait till the new year? Why not do it right now? Why not, excuse me, why not begin today? Why are we waiting for tomorrow to make our life better. And that's my major question for us. Uh, one of the things I thought about doing as I was you know, trying to plan this show is just look at what went on. And I, I, I looked on, um, on the internet just for you know, major events you know, that happened in the United States. And, and as I was going through it on, on Wikipedia, they have you know, day by day stuff that happened uh, in America. And so much of it is covid related and um you know just for america and around the world it's just like okay this was reported here this this milestone and covid was hitting it just this covid thing listen people i think it's with us like the flu is with us we have a flu season we're going to have you know covid and it's going to be happening uh you know and, and there were not just horrible things that happened this year there were there were some amazing things. Uh, well, I guess it's all a matter of perspective, what you think may or may not be amazing, but historically significant that we have our first female uh, vice president uh, in our country's history. And uh, that's, you know, it's regardless of the side of the aisle you're on, that's a historically significant thing that has happened. We have had um, uh, some some advances in, uh, in science. I mean, Facebook changed its name to Meta. I mean, a lot of stuff has happened this year. And, and, and just to go through it and, and look and see, you're going to find negative stuff everywhere. But there's also positive things that can be found. And I think as we look at a podcast called Mess It Up Podcast and we think about what does it mean to take a mess and turn it into a message, it has to deal with finding those nuggets in the bad stuff, looking for the silver lining in the clouds, finding the diamond in the coal mine, just being able to get through the suffering and make it to the other side. And that's, that's not always easy. Uh, I don't know if it's ever easy. But the reward is incredible. Um, I, I called uh, Pastor Dan 
on Christmas. And, and you know, listeners of the show will know Pastor Dan and what he's gone through. And, and to see his face this Christmas compared to the face I saw last year at Christmas, or for that matter, most of the time last year, was so heartwarming to me. It just, you know, brought tears to my eyes to see this man being so comparatively healthy based on the mess that he was in. And if we would have given up in August when it was a mess, when life did not look really good, if we would have given up in June when he got the call for a uh, a liver transplant and, and then that got rescinded, if I would have given up then, if he would have given up then, we wouldn't have had the joy of today. I think back to a podcast we did this fall where we talked about the fact that midnight only lasts for one minute and then it's 12.01 and it's a new beginning and, and, and things, you know, joy comes in the morning as the Bible says. So we, it's imperative to me and I'm hoping it's imperative to you that you look for and find the joy in life. Maybe it's a simple thing. Maybe it's a difficult thing. Maybe it's the smile of a, a young child. Maybe it's coffee with a friend. Maybe maybe by calling in or texting in your answer, you and that Starbucks, and you can go and, and have coffee with a friend on us. And I think my experience anyway shows me that that life is more about the little things than the big things. The big things come and go, but the little things are with us day by day by day. So what are we doing day by day by day that gets us through to the next day by day by day? Um, that's the big question. And, and I'll get to that um, after the break, but, but I'm looking at the clock here and it's telling me it's time for me to take a little pause. And, you know, we did just have Christmas go by. And one of the songs I was hearing at Christmas time this year that I thought was a good one for today is, is one from Zach Williams. It's called, I Don't Want Christmas to End. So I'm going to play about 90 seconds of that. We'll be back on the other side to talk more. And uh, I guess I'll see you in about 90 seconds. Here's some Zach Williams.
right there too. You don't want that Christmas to end. Uh, I, I totally get that. I, I remember as a child, just, you know, Christmas and the, the, the thought of Christmas coming was just so, so very exciting. And uh, I was watching my um, granddaughter, Eleanor, today open some presents on video. They had been away for, for Christmas to grandma's house and they came back to their house to do their, their presents with Eleanor today. And she's opening it up and I told my daughter, I said, you know, it's just, it's the kids have fun at Christmas, but it's so much more fun as a parent than as a grandparent to just sit back and watch their joy. And, and it's, it, it used to be to me, you know, what am I going to get? What do I want? You know, and now I, I don't care if I get one single present at Christmas because I just, I love the time. I love, I love the season. I love the weather. I love the songs and the music and the fact that people, you know, tend to be just a little bit more friendly, show a little bit more grace, just be a little bit, you know, kinder around Christmas time. And um, I just totally relate to this, this song, you know, just the, there's nothing deep about it. It's not hugely philosophical. You know, it's been a long year. Wish we could stay right here. Let's wake up tomorrow and do it all again. But it doesn't have to just be Christmas where we do that. You know, it doesn't have to just be at Christmas time where we are nice to people. And it doesn't have to be just at the end of the year where we, where we reflect. And this is kind of like this, this year between Christmas and New Year. For a lot of people, they don't really realize it, but they're, they're kind of doing a fourth step or a tenth step where they're, they're taking an inventory and looking back and seeing what happened and what can we do to move on and make it better this year. But honestly, as many times as this gets done, and as many times as I remember reading or hearing or watching a video of somebody's list of things that have happened and how we can change and the, the calls to be better people. Didn't we hear this last year around this time? That we need to calm down our rhetoric, that we need to tone down the anger, that we need to move towards the middle and, and find some common ground with people. How often do we say this? When are we going to actually do it. And I know that a lot of people are. I, I don't mean to be negative about that. I know that, that people are, but, but golly, it's so much easier just to be peaceful. It's biblical. You know, insofar as it's possible, be at peace with others. Let your words be used to raise up the Lord. And, and that doesn't mean that we have to bash people over the head with our faith or our Bible, or our beliefs, just because they believe something that we feel is dead wrong because of our belief system, because trust me, they feel that you are dead wrong because of their belief system. And a, a disagreement should not be grounds for hatred. I, I, if I could have one wish here at this time of the year, I think it would be that, that people just, you know, TV news is gone. You know, we just get rid of it. Turn that off. You, you don't need to watch it. You can't affect what's happened already. You're not going to be able to change what's coming in any large part because of your individual actions. And if you are important enough that you can change it, you shouldn't be watching the news because you're getting information from different sources anyway. 
And it's just designed to sell advertising. And what sells advertising is people who watch. And what gets people to watch is people who are scared. You know, if they want to be happy, they'll go somewhere else. They don't, people don't watch the news to be happy. People don't watch the news to find joy. I, I believe that they think that they're trying to find truth. But, but in honesty, think about where you watch your news. If you get your news, even if you're just getting your news from local television news, that's being fed to you from somewhere. But if you're watching a cable news outlet, you're, you might not realize it, but you're probably listening to that same one and watching that same one because they tickle your ears with what you want to hear. They give you the information that you want to hear. If you have on your TV, the, the most popular channel you're watching is MSNBC, you're trying to hear what they're telling you. If it's Fox News, you're trying to hear what they're telling you. You're not looking for information. You're looking for someone to affirm your beliefs. I think a great thing to do this next year is to just have a year-long fast of cable news. Just eradicate it. You'll miss it. I used to be a news junkie. I did. I used to watch hours and hours and hours a day. And I realized I was just throwing my life away, getting myself worked up over things that I couldn't really affect that were out of my sphere of influence. I did a quick fourth step on it. And when I looked at that, that final column, I found I have no influence over those people on the news and those people on the world stage doing the things that they're doing. My influence is, is minimal. I can vote, I can voice protest, but, but basically, Things are just going to go on. And I'm not saying stick my head in the sand and just give up, but I'm saying don't waste my time getting all worked up over anything. So, so I challenge you to go on a news fast. Just get rid of that channel uh, and, and, or channels and, and just watch something different. You know, watch some sports. You know, it's fun. They go and it, it, it gets over. Watch, watch some comedies. Watch Psych. It's great. It, it's hilarious. Do, do something fun um, instead of watching the news. But I said we were going to talk about, you know, this getting rid of the mess and, you know, turning it into a message kind of thing and, and how we're doing it and how are you changing your life's mess into a message. Uh, this last year, I've been writing uh, another book and it's finished. Um, it's in editing right now. I'd hope to have it out in time for Christmas, but I missed that. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get it out hopefully sometime this first quarter when we finish up with editing and, and getting the uh, the book cover designed. I've taken the pictures of the cover. I can tell you this, it's called Piece by Piece and it's it's P-E-A-C by P-I-E-C-E -E, and, and the cover of it is a, a pie that my lovely wife made. Uh, you'll get to see Bev's hands on the cover of the book and there's some uh, pie recipes at the end of most of the chapters in the book, but it's talking about sharing our testimony, getting our story out and taking our mess and turning it into a message because that is one of God's superpowers is taking the mess that I make and fixing it. I remember my father was somewhat of a MacGyver. He could always fix things. My uncle George, who just passed away a couple weeks back, you know, told me one time that my father was the best mechanic he'd ever met because my dad was so broke, he couldn't afford to take his cars to a mechanic and he needed to have transportation. So he had to know how to fix things and he could just fix stuff. And I remember taking my dad things that I had taken apart and just a box of parts and looking at him like, uh, oops, and pop, you know, could fix it. He could get it back together and make it work. And I, I didn't know how he did it. I just knew that he did. And, 
And God is that way times a gazillion that he just takes this box of parts where I've had something that was working and I've taken it apart because I wanted to see how it worked or change it around. And then I just, I can't get it back together again. I make a mess of it. And God's like, oh, son, okay, let me do this for you again. And, and he gets it back together. And it's not always the same thing. And that was the thing with my dad. When he fixed something, it, it didn't always look the way it looked when I brought it to him. But it always worked. And kind of like Tim, the tool man, Taylor, you know, he gave it more power. He made it work better. And God does that in my life where he's taken this wreck of a life that I created and made it beautiful that I'm able to do these things now. And I would not be, I, I might be doing a podcast if I hadn't gone to jail, but I wouldn't be doing prison ministry. I wouldn't be leading Celebrate Recovery. I wouldn't be writing books about recovery in Christianity, you know, I, 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 I would still be a nerd. So I might be doing a podcast about, I don't know, technology or sports or something like that, but, but certainly not the things that I'm talking about now. And, and here's the thing. I don't even really know what I'm talking about now. I've gone on this, this long rant and I've, I've gotten away from where I thought I was going to go, but isn't that kind of how it goes with mess it up? You know, the, beginning of this journey, you know, I, I had everything mapped out to the minute and we had a real tight 20 minute show that we tried to keep to and it, it grew and grew and grew. And now sometimes we go over an hour and, and my notes are, are one sentence note. It's, you know, just what's the big idea for this show. That's, that's the notes for this, for this show is what are we going to talk about? And, and we just kind of see where, where God takes us where the conversation takes us. And hopefully it's something entertaining. I look at the numbers and obviously people are, are enjoying it. And I look at our, our people who are supporting us financially and, and obviously they're getting something out of it. And on a night like tonight, I don't know, maybe, maybe this isn't the best because I have the chance to just ramble and, and follow my own rabbit holes in my own head and see where that might go. But we're sitting at the end of the year. The day this show comes out, it's Tuesday, December 28th. We've got the 29th, we've got the 30th, we've got the 31st, and it's a new year. Will it be any different? Will it be more of the same? There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be stuff that we don't know about. I haven't gone back and listened to my old shows, but I'm guessing if I was listening to my show at the end of 2019. I was probably talking about this new year, 2020, and what it would be. I, I remember very distinctly the, the sermon series that we were starting out with for 2020 because we had this whole 2020 with vision thing going, you know, so we made a, a thing. And I, I worked a long time making a graphic for the, the sermon bumper that made it look like the little thing that you go to at the eye doctors where they change the vision and which one looks better. And, and we did some of that stuff. And you know, eye chart, and it was it was going to be great. 2020 was going to be amazing. We'd never heard of this COVID thing. <laughs> Surprise. And 2020's over, and we just can't wait to put that thing in the trash can. It's like, wow, 2020, that was bad. We had the lockdown, global pandemic. Everything shuts down for weeks, for months. Nothing's going back the way it was, the way we knew it. 
different. We look at things differently. I look at blowing out candles on a cake differently. I look at sitting in a stadium watching a football game or a soccer game or a hockey game or whatever game. I look at that differently. I look at theater differently. I look at people differently. I judge people based on their actions. And, and I, I, I don't think I'm the only one. And here it is, and I'm thinking, okay, 2022, this would be a good one. Here's my thought. Years are like people. There's good, there's bad in all of them. And if God created time for us, and things are the way that they are. I'm not a believer in the good old days. I'm not a believer that the world is going to hell in a handbasket and there's signs to show it because I can see those signs, but I can also see the signs. I mean, if you are honest and look back at the signs that there were prior to World War II, I think those signs were pretty strong. That was the end times, you know? World War I, same thing. There's been so many times where, where signs could point to stuff because when you're looking at signs and you're looking to find it, our minds are great rationalizers. Excuse me, that was a weird noise. Our minds are great rationalizers and they are able to take and find what we want. So, so what are we looking for in 2020? Are we looking for the end of the world? Are we looking for doom and gloom? Are we looking to find who really is the Antichrist? My Bible tells me that no one knows the time or the date. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not getting myself all worked up over that. My Bible tells me that things will get worse before they get better. So I'm not going to stand on the rooftop shouting about how horrible things are getting and how bad things are because it's just part of life. Didn't take very long in life, in, in, the, in the history of humanity, for sin to come in. The first generation, they were sinning. And they walked with God. I mean, Adam saw God. Adam knew God. So don't tell me that, you know, things are so much worse and they were so much better back in the day when everyone loved because we've had sin from the beginning. The second generation was when we had our first murder. So it didn't take long for big sin to set in with humanity. So we're going to have that. But if my mind can rationalize and find ways to prove that this is the end times or that this person is the Antichrist or whatever, can't I also use that power to find what's joyful in my life? I say yes. And do what you need to to make that happen. For me, it's my phone. I can, I can look at my phone and I click on my phone and the first thing I see is my, my family at a, a hockey game. And we're all looking at the camera and smiling. And then when I open my... Uh, my phone. It's got a picture of my grandson on my shoulders at Disneyland. And then I've got a photo widget right there. And right now I've got another grandchild just staring back at me on this photo widget. And, and I've got so many pictures of things. I went to my photos and the first thing that popped up in my photos, there's a picture of me and my granddaughter. It's just, you know, my kids are everywhere in my pictures because that's what gives me my joy is my family doing stuff with the people I love. And, and, and the beautiful thing is 
I have family that I've got DNA with, but more of the people in my family I don't share DNA with than the people I do share DNA with. You know, there's very few people on the planet right now that I know personally and have a first name basis with that I share DNA with. Okay, I've, I've got my Aunt Linda and we share DNA. I've got my, my uh, Aunt uh, Vicky in Canada, we share DNA. And then their kids. And then my brother and my mother. And that's basically it for, for the, the direct DNA stuff. I've, you know, cousins is, is about as far as I really know. I know so many people in my forever family that I just love. I've got my listener family that I just, it, it, you, you, you have no idea what you do for me just by downloading the show, just by putting it on Facebook or, or on Instagram or wherever and, and putting it up. I had a, a listener text me uh, on Christmas. Hey, where's that picture of you and Pastor Aaron with the necktie? And it made me smile so much because it's like, oh my gosh, people are actually listening to what I'm doing because uh, believe it or not, I, I, I try to work hard at doing these things that I'm doing. And I put effort into it. It means a lot to me. And like I said, this is what I do for a job. You know, this is how I, I, I can't call it making a living because I don't get a salary for this, but this is what I do to change my life. I recently made an invite to a, a a musician to be on my show. And I, I told their manager, I said, look, my show, being on my show is not going to sell millions of records, but it is going to change lives. And that's so much more important than selling records. And I know that lives have been changed because of the stuff on this show. And, and that's not to say that every show is, is changing everybody's life, but somebody's life is changed by the words that I've said. And I know that because I, they, they've talked to me about it. And that's a humbling thing. It, it, I have to be careful because I know that I do have that capacity. But here's the thing. So do you. How is the world going to be different in 2022? It's going to be different because you're going to go out and make it a better place. You're going to go out and share your story. You're going to tell how your mess became a message for you. And that's going to change someone's life. I was on a roof the other day working on, on a leaky roof with a guy that I didn't know. And he's like, ah, oh, if you heard my story, you wouldn't, you know, people just tell me it's not true. And I said, look, man, your testimony is the one thing people can't deny. Your testimony is your testimony. They can't take it away from you. They could say, yeah, this didn't happen, this didn't happen. But your testimony, you know what happened. You, you know your testimony. Get out there and share it. Change a life by sharing your story. And the more lives that get changed, the more ripples we send out in this pond and we take it from glass smooth to getting pretty rowdy out there on the water, right? So uh, I guess that's all I really have for this year is, look, it was a year. We can look back at it and smile. We can look back and cry. I, I lost family members and I gained family members. I got more grandchildren this time this year than I did last year at this time. And they're wonderful. I love them to pieces. Um, one of them has two teeth and one of them just started walking. So it's, you know, life is good. It can be rough. I'm not saying it's not rough. There are times when I wake up, or I sit there and I just think, why am I bothering? What's the purpose? Well, the purpose is somebody else. The purpose is not me. If I'm only looking for my purpose in me, and that's as far as I look, 
I need to dial out that magnifier and, and look further out. I need to get up and get that 30,000 foot look because there's a lot of good stuff going on and you're part of it and I'm part of it. And 2022 is coming. And next week, you know, I've got it on my schedule to look forward to 2022. What are we looking forward to? And I'll have someone on to talk about that. But look, do something wonderful for someone. If you're in recovery and you're having a hard time on New Year's Eve, find a meeting. Give me a call. Now, I'm going to be up on stage and I'm going to be doing some singing because we're having our sober karaoke party and the band Them Again is going to be playing at RCA Church. So if you're in Ridgecrest, check us out. We'll be there seven or 6 o'clock until midnight. Sober karaoke and hot dogs. It's, it's going to be a wonderful thing. But, but if you're not in Ridgecrest, you'll find someone to be with. Don't struggle alone on New Year's. It's so difficult because there's so much out there with this whole idea of celebrating and whatnot. And it can be tricky if you're in recovery. So reach out. Be in contact with your sponsor, or if you need to, you know, shoot me a text. I won't get you right away on New Year's Eve, but I'll get to you. 760-608-1942. Don't forget, we're trying to find out what avuncular means. So you can uh, text that to that same number, 760-608-1942. Maybe get yourself some coffee to bring in the new year. I hope that 2022 is wonderful for you. I know that you're going to have some struggles and I pray that God will give you the strength that you need. And I pray for your weakness so that you can lean on God's strength because he's going to do a way better job than you will, no matter how wonderful you are. And that's all I have to say. It's the end of the year. It's the end of the show. We'll see you in 2022, and we will see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.